Good morning, Britton. How are you? Morning. I'm doing good. So you've you haven't had to go through much actually a, a change at all in, in the wide receiver room other than you know in your in your second year. But um, what has that move been like from Guy Holiday to Chad Bumpus? Oh, I mean, first thing is uh, I think all of the guys that were here with Coach Bumpus. Uh, in 2018, when he was a graduate assistant, uh, recommended him. So I'd say there were about five or six guys in the room that were around him when he was there. And when Coach Witt asked us about him, all of us uh, gave the highest recommendations. So it's been nice to have someone that you know, while also having a fresh new face that brings fire to the room. Uh, We really respect him, partly because he you go watch his highlights. I mean, you, he's, he's walked the walk and he is very practical. Uh, he reminds me a lot of my first receivers coach, 2015, Coach Stubblefield, in terms of his technicality of things. Very good with footwork, very good with hands, um, very technical. And I think that, that that's kind of what I live for. I love that, that aspect of the, of the game and of receiver play. So, uh, And then he's just hilarious. I mean... He's young enough too, where he can go out there and show you himself what what he wants you to do. So it's 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 been great, uh, but at the same time, we really appreciate Coach Holiday. I love Coach Holiday, um, and all the receivers. We, you know, one great thing that I'll say about Coach Holiday is he cares about us as men, not just as football players, and uh, we'll never forget that. And uh, we just hope that he knows that, and we've we've talked to him about it. So, but we are grateful to have Coach Bump too. Next question will come from Josh Furlong, followed by Josh Newman with the Salt Lake Tribune. Britton, welcome to your 10th spring football camp. Ah, thank you. <laughs> now, you, you mentioned uh, that, that uh, you know, there's a lot of guys in, in the wide receiver room that, that recommended him. How, how, much, how much involvement uh, do the, does the coaching staff have when, when trying to hire a new coach? And, then, and where do you feel like you guys can maybe progress under, under Coach Bumpus? Yeah, well, I think that Coach Witt did it well. Uh, I've been here, like you said, about 35 years, and I've seen some coaching changes in my time. And every time Coach Witt says the same thing, that we're not in a rush to fill the position because we'd rather get the right guy than just a guy. And so in that time, he does ask, I'm sure the coaches, but he does come and ask my opinion. He does come and ask the other receivers opinions in the room. And so I think that that means a lot and, you know, not, not worrying about a timetable as much. It's a good thing we got him quick because it's been great to have him for spring ball, but we got the right guy. I know we did. I can't, I really can't tell you how excited we are as a receiving core for this year because coach bump brings that fire into the room. Um, and then the next question was, what was, I'm so sorry. What, Josh it was just more, what, what do you feel like, you know, he can bring to, to the table that will help oh, him yeah. progress? Well, it's similar to what I said before. Uh, so he was a great slot receiver. Um, he has, he, he's so technical. I've always felt that, and maybe I'm biased because I'm like four foot tall, but uh, I've always thought that short guys make great wide receivers coaches because they could never rely on all these crazy gifts or athleticism to, be great players. You got to rely on a lot of the technical side of things. And so when you get someone who has that athleticism or height, you know, someone like Solomon Enos or Devon Bailey, and you can teach them that side of things, the technical side, that 
they're way better than anyone without those could ever be. They, they exceed everyone's expectations, including their own. And I think that that's what he brings to the table that I'm really excited for. Next question comes from Josh Newman, followed by Alex Markham. Great. Good morning. Morning. Um, I know that we goof around about your age and things like that, but, you know, but given your age and, and given how long you've been in school, was there any consideration this offseason to maybe bypassing the rest of, of your eligibility and taking a shot at the NFL? Not really. Uh, mostly because I only got to play in, you know, three games last year. Had I had a whole season, I think that might have been a consideration, but uh, never really crossed my mind with everything that went down last year. I, I've been wanting to have another full season with the guys for two years now, and uh, it's one of those things where, you know, the, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, including going to the NFL, and so I'm glad that everybody stayed, and, and uh, I don't want to – live with my mind focused on the NFL because then you miss out on so much of the joy that comes from, you know, college. And I think that that, I actually think that that happens a lot in college football nowadays. Uh, I'll, I'll hear freshmen uh, coming in talking about leaving after three years. And always the first thing I say to them is, you know, you don't think about the NFL right now. Don't even worry about that. I mean, I, I could go through countless examples of guys who, you know, didn't do it the typical way. I mean, Terrell Burgess, you know, didn't, he started his fourth year, senior year, and, and now he's doing great. And so I think too many guys worry about the NFL right now during their college career. Um, but no, I didn't really cross my mind last year. Just to follow that up um, with Chad Bumpfus, two things. One, how, how beneficial is it to have a young guy who isn't that far removed from his playing career and two, having a guy who, you know, has some pro experience, someone like that for you to lean on knowing that that is your ultimate goal. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said before, coach Bumpus has, has this fire in him. He's not far removed from the game. He understands a lot of the new things that the game has developed in the past 10 years, you know, just from, you know, how the spread offense has evolved to things like RPOs and, and such. And so, he's got a good understanding of what we're trying to do. Uh, and honestly, he's just the most competitive person you'll ever meet. You'll lose a rep in, in a practice and one-on-ones and he'll go running after you down to the five yard line, throw his hat on the ground and start jumping up and down. So he's really competitive. And, and that is what brings that fire into things. Uh, I think there are times if we're not having a good day that he gets so frustrated that he wants to put the cleats on and, go out there and hit someone. So it's, it's pretty fun to have someone who, you know, still fired up and probably thinks he could beat half of the room. Still. I think that's what it brings to the table. Final three questions for Britain will come from Alex Markham, Cole Bagley and Bill Riley. Britain, man, first off, you're, you're not, you're not old man. Wasn't it just yesterday that I was interviewing you out at, uh, out at Tempview, huh? Yeah, no. That was a couple it feels weeks. like yesterday, yeah. <laughs> but uh, hey, man. So you know, you you talk about uh, Bumpus being new and everything, but a lot of experience. Obviously, you've got a lot of experience as well, and and you're really vital to that room. So, um, what is it that you're kind of taking on with more of a leadership role 
um, in that room with the guys. And, and maybe even especially during that time when there was that little bit of a gap between holiday and, and Bumpus. I'm, I'm sure that you were pretty much taking the lead there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like I've grown a lot as a player and as a teammate in my time here. Uh, and I think I've always tried to be the type of leader on the team that, uh, you know, I am vocal in front of the group, but more so I try to be more of a one-on-one type person so that if anyone has any issues one-on-one or if anyone's struggling, they know that they can come to me privately uh, because I'll, I'll, you know, give them that, the benefit of the doubt. I'll, I'll give them that uh, just, I don't know, ear to listen to and uh, I've just always tried to be that type of person. And so in that time, I just tried to make sure that everybody was all right. Uh, I don't, as simple as that. I think that leadership can be expressed in many different ways. And uh, the older I get, the more I realize how personal it needs to be for it to be genuine and authentic and for people to really respect you. And so, yeah, I, I don't know if I've been the perfect leader for the group in that transition. But uh, I don't think I needed to be because we've got other guys. We've got Solo, Slavens, um, JD's back, which is great. We've got T-Boney, who actually has been here longer than I have, Tyrone Smith. So it, we've got a great group of guys, and I'm really grateful for that. Uh, but it is, it is really cool to be an older guy on the team. It's, it's strange. Every other year in my career, I felt like this was the older guys team. And this is probably the first year where I come in and and I see, you know, someone doing something that, you know, maybe is not in youth culture. And I'm the one that's like, no, this is this is my team. Like we, we don't act like that here. You know, this is this is our team. And uh, it's really cool to feel like that, to feel like an older guy. Excellent. Also, just a, a quick follow-up. How uh, how nice is it having JD back in the room, man? Oh, it's so great having JD back. I love JD. We're, we're the two Smurfs, me and JD. Uh, we used to have a package in 2018 called Smurf Package because we're so short. And we were both on the field at the same time. But JD brings so many things to the room, that, including just a, a happiness, a goofiness that I think we missed. Next question will come from Cole Bagley. I'll I'll save you another age joke, uh, but you've dealt with some tough injuries in your time here at the U. What was it like to come back from those injuries and and perform at such a high level, even though it was such a shortened season? Yeah, yeah, it was it was more of a mental struggle than a physical struggle, honestly, because uh, what ha- what would happen is I'd get back from certain injuries and then in practice, I'd re-injure them and then I'd get back and then I'd re-injure them in practice. And it got to the point where, you know, you know, you never want, nothing's worse than when people call you injury prone. It's like a dig in your side and you, and you don't want to be that type of person, but there are some times that some things that you can't control. And so, uh, it was a mental, a mentally exhausting grind the last couple of years. Uh, but then I kind of took matters into my own hands and for the last you know, three months, I've been going to a personal trainer every single day on my own, uh, just working on everything that my body has struggled with over the last two years. A lot of these soft tissue things, things that came as a result of my knee, a couple hamstring things. And, and so I am stronger than I've ever been. I'm faster. And 
I believe that I'm less susceptible to injury because of what I've tried to do on my own. Uh, and I'm, I'm just going to keep that going. I think if I have another four or five months of that every single day on my own before the season, I'll be okay. And just a, a quick follow-up. Um, with, with a full season ahead of you now, what are you looking forward to the most this fall? I am looking forward to – gosh, man. I just I, – I have a similar feel – this year as to what I did before 2019 is it 19 or 18 it was Snoop Tyler Huntley's last year with the team with the group of guys um with returning starters with the opportunity to do something special uh I have a similar feeling and I think we're going to have a great year as a team that really is my the thing that excites me most final question will come from Bill Riley Morning, Britt. Morning, Bill. How's it going? It's going well. Um, not an age joke, but having been around a little while, you've also seen a fair share of quarterbacks. And, and I'm curious, you've seen guys that were all pretty experienced, but Charlie Brewer comes in with four years of starting under his belt at a pretty high level. And you've got some young kids in the program this spring as well. I'm just curious, in the limited time you've been able to throw with him and, and, and be around him, uh, what what stands out about Charlie, and uh, can can it can you tell that he's played a little bit of football? Yeah, you can definitely tell that Charlie's played a lot of football. He's got that confidence. Charlie's great. Uh, I'm excited for fans to get to know him because uh, I think I'm doing a podcast with him later this week. Actually, he's got I I'm not. It's not a shy personality, but he's more reserved. But then you get to know him, and he's just he's hilarious. I love Charlie. I'd say the two things that stood out to me most about Charlie since playing with him is one, his, his movement in the pocket. Uh, I haven't seen a quarterback able to move like that in a while. Just his, he steps up in the pocket. He slides left, slides right, keeps his eyes downfield. You could tell he's got a lot of experience. Uh, it's, it's like he's got another set of eyes in the pocket uh, knowing where to move. And I've, I've thought that's amazing. And the second thing is his release. He's got a extremely fast and quick release, uh, which helps him get it into tight windows. Cause he's not very tall. Um, so I know as a quarterback, you know, in high school, I had a hard time receiving over my line and they were like six foot. Now these guys are six, five on the offensive line. And so having a quick release to see it in these windows, these gaps is really important. And those are the two things that have stood out to me the most.